Yeah, motherfucker, you heard what I just I'm said. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I don't like margarine, I much prefer the taste of butter. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. My favorite movies as a kid was Superman and Ghostbusters. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I have a hard time opening my eyes underwater. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. And I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan. And welcome back to the regular, everyday, normal guys. Uh, and a very special episode this week, something near and dear to all of our hearts. And we're blessed with a very, uh, our hearts and our stomachs, I should say. <laughs> and we're blessed with a special uh, guest again, crowd favorite, my beautiful sister, Celeste. Celeste, how are you, Chell? Hello. But uh, before we get started, I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote. Um, every time I'm on, I would like you to amend that opening Regular, everyday, normal guys and girls, motherfucker. I, <laughs> Let, let's I, just let's let's yeah. amend it to just people. That way, I'm not amending all shit. Guys, all pronouns are covered. All that kind of stuff is. I knew regular, after, everyday, normal day people. After last week's episode, I knew that would hit a nerve, bro. They were nah. I'm not fucking putting up with that shit, guys. I'm sure, like you, as a, as a school teacher, would say, "Hey, guys," you know, and you mean everyone. Um, I've been pulled up on it a couple of times, actually, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I know you're really dismissive of it, bro, but I don't know. I have definitely changed my tune about it because I, I didn't used to think like that, like how you think. It's just it's just a word. Like, how can it offend you? But some people are genuine, genuinely, um, they don't identify with that word. So it's just yeah. like me saying you're a girl. Like, hey, girl, how are you? How does that make you yeah. feel? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, you imagine saying that to one of the guys on your work site? Hey, girl. Uh, man, I don't think you've been on a work site, man. <laughs> the things that we hear every day. Yeah. Nah. I, I know what you're saying, but it's I'm not, you know, to say a bad word, I'm not saying poof or, you know, you know, one of those words that obviously means something bad. I'm saying... Hey guys, how you going? I get it, and I it's 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 a plural for more than one person. I know, but I yeah. I now change the way I speak to my students. So rather than me saying, "Hey guys, be quiet," I say, "Hey students, be quiet." Okay. Do you, do you well, think? Do you enough. think the? Do you think the backlash of being offended of something like a word like saying "Hey guys," mm-hmm. like the overreaction of being offended by that is probably the the issue, like because we we can't say poof faggot anything derogative because the everybody blows up but when you say hey guys that's not a that's not an insult you, you know what i mean so the backlash of that i'm not saying it as an insult but and and people aren't it's not that they're like offended and they come at me with that's so offensive don't speak to me like that they just say hey i prefer to be known as this or that or um they or them or he or she whatever so i don't see it as an imposition of me like how does it affect me by changing my language towards them. Yeah, like yeah. It's not actually, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if that's how they <clears> feel about <throat> the word, how am I just going to ensure that they don't feel that way in the future? And if it just is as simple as me changing a, a word, then I'm happy to do it. But I, I totally get what you're saying because it's, we live, especially in a country at the moment where everybody um, gets offended about dumb stuff. And unfortunately, when people get offended about other things, they always bring up this conversation about 
language how we talk to people. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like mm. it always gets wrapped up in other things. Mm. And us, you know, because those other things about being offended, by, like I, they, they piss me off. Oh, I can't think of an example right off the top of my head. But, oh, like even just at COVID at the moment, right, and people going out to meet up with their friends mm. and then other people getting involved in it, it's like just back the hell off. Why does it offend you what people are doing? Like calm down. Calm down. Everyone's yeah. relaxed. Calm down. I but think anyway, what I'm outspoken about in, in these um, examples, and not even outspoken, it's 100% there are, there are times that, yes, you need to change your language. I understand that. But it, it just seems like now that we're going over the top and changing things that shouldn't offend people just because people want to be offended. <laughs> I get that. And there's some yeah. instances where that's the case. If right? it's guy and, uh, you know, you want to be called a woman and you're, uh, you know, and you're a man and you want to be called a woman, 100%. But something like this shouldn't be offensive. Like what? Like, like hey, guys, I'm actually a woman. Yeah, I understand that. But oh. that's I'm not trying to be offensive. If I, yeah. you know, it's uh, I don't know. I think you know what Look, I'm trying to say. I, I do know what you're trying to say, but I also think that you need to understand when you say people shouldn't be offended. It's not up to you to decide how somebody, what somebody is or isn't offended by. Okay, so yeah, but in, but then the, the, then the people that are offended shouldn't be upset by the reaction that they don't get from people when they demand an apology or. Yeah. Well, I, th- I don't think you should demand an apology. Like if somebody makes a genuine, if they don't know your personal pronoun, for example. Yeah, yeah. And then you use one. Like I, I've, I have a student that wants to be known as they and them, and I often refer to her as her because it just comes out. Yeah. Never has once, they have never pulled me up on it. But I also <laughs> know other people where they get really nasty towards the person mm. that makes the mistake. Right, and I don't think this is about getting nasty. People are just. This is how we're wired. Like I'm 36 Mm. years old. I've spent 36 years speaking like this. It's going to take me a bit of time. You know. So I think. Can I just add? From every camp, we all need to be tolerant. I, I understand tolerance, but what is wrong with being offended? If oh, you're offended good, by something, yeah, yeah, that's be offended. What, 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 what happens? Oh no, I'm offended, and yeah. move the fuck on. Like it's people, people are taking this. I'm offended as like racism now. Yes, do you know what I mean? It's like oh, Black Lives Matter has their movement. I, I, I have nothing. I'm gonna be offended. <laughs> By fucking anything and everything, it's a, its own movement. It's this offensive young people that probably don't fit into any category, and so they're offended by all of them. Look, I think they're in a different category. I'm talking about those personal pronouns. If we're just talking about the offended movement, I agree with mm. you 100. And I can almost guarantee that those people that are always offended don't have jobs. Because people that are busy don't have time to be offended. <laughs> I like that. The fucking crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. 
really good studio audience in for that one. I like it. (laughs) Thank you for the really long fucking (laughs) intro on pronouns and other fetish shit. Um, Obviously, us being in Melbourne, we're just about to come out of a lockdown. And Chalea, you were saying there's more dramas going on at school. What's what's happened as you're trying to work your way back into uh, classrooms? Um, Dan Andrews had a bright idea to bring back all the year 12s um, three weeks before exams. Um, (laughs) And now, just as predicted, two weeks into that period, kids are showing up with COVID at school. Whole families are infected and have been testing positive. And we've had uh, a school closure over the weekend for a deep clean and then again yesterday. So now the year 12s are remote learning for the next two days, so the last two days at school, and then the ones that have tested positive, I'm assuming they don't sit their English exam or whatever other exams are in that week. Mm -hmm. Um, How does that that work if they miss out on the exams? They get something called a derived score. So they would have sat the GAT recently, um, and basically the score of their GAT gets moderated against their SAT scores, which is moderated or statistically moderated against other school scores, and it spits out a guess as to what they would have gotten. Is it accurate? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it is accurate because, well, I don't, how, I don't know how to judge. I don't know. I don't know if it's accurate because how do you know what somebody would have gotten if they didn't sit something? Mm, but yeah. at least every kid that misses the exam, they're all – got the same kind of disadvantage or advantage. Um, Actually, and then the teacher also gives an indicative grade um, and an expected grade. So I think all of that comes into account. So could could this play have a massive effect on overall ATARs? Uh, I don't. I think VCAR, who's like the governing governing body for um, assessment in Victoria, I think they're going to look after the kids this year. Um, And I think the universities are also going to look after them. Not that everyone's going to be able to get into medicine, but it will. You've got to be within the, you've got to be within the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They're all, as I said, they're all equally disadvantaged. So um, yes, they're going to be some students that really fly and, and soar even with these, in these conditions. And they're going to be some that suffer, but there's always going to be a pathway option for kids. And this is something that we tell them, even when we're not in a pandemic that you may not get the score that you want, but that's not a roadblock. Oh, it, it, it's a road bump. You know what I mean? Like, we can get you there. Just, yeah, you've got to work hard, whether you're in a pandemic or not. So you've said that there's been two cases and two deep cleans in the last two weeks. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And how well, do you... Cases on site, we've got plenty of cases at home as well that haven't come in. But as, as far as on site goes, yeah. do you have like a tracking system or how do you yeah. decide... So we have bubbles. So we have like the senior school bubble, which is the one I'm in, and we're one building. So anybody Mm. in the building cannot go to any other part of the school. So I can't even go and see my principal because he's in a different bubble to me. I can't Mm. even go to my own office in the year nine building because that's in a different bubble. So it's been a really good system because that it means that anybody that's been in the senior school has not been to another part of the school. It's blocked Mm. off where you can't actually gain access. Like you're just not allowed. Right. so they've, they've actually done that really, really well, I must admit. That's good, but there's yeah. something they've implemented on building sites and, and more recently on my site. We wear these trackers. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a little card. I pin mine inside my hard hat. Yeah. And what, what it does, all it does is it pings whoever's 
near you for however certain amount of time. So if I was to get COVID, we yeah. dump the, the data on that card and it says, okay, you've been, these are the, the 10 people. And in a week on site, mine actually, because I did a, a test, mine only actually came up with 15 people that was wow. within my, you know, 1.5 meters for a, an extended amount of time to classify being, you know, close contact. So that helps in in the way that instead, because I'm the safety guy and I'm in the office and then I'm walking all the floors, normally you would assume, okay, if Paul gets it or one of the foremen get it, that knocks fucking everyone out and that's 100 blokes sitting at home, where in reality it's only very small amount of people. Yeah. So that, I know it's probably different in on site because we have, uh, huh? What's that? I don't know why we're not using that technology. Like every one of our kids has a device. Surely there's some yeah. sort of fantastic <laughs> technology that we could incorporate here, like using well, that system you have. I think there is an initial cost and it might be a decent amount, which I can imagine them not wanting to run out in Mate, in every single school across the country. But pictures. We're not going to get them to look after us in any way, so <laughs> forget it. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, that's, that's an idea. Give it to your principal. <laughs> Paul, Paulie, earlier in the week you were saying that the the goalposts were moved for the construction workers as well in terms yeah. of dates and yeah. You know, surprisingly that you say that it's I think <laughs> again after all this backlash from the government to to the government that they changed it again back today. Back oh, to, to what it was originally to what it originally was. was. Fucking because yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. What they were saying obviously was. Everyone needs to be double vaxxed by the 13th of November. And so everyone that was sort of on the fence has been working towards that date, booked in their first one already, obviously, to be on site and had to be second uh, second dose by the 13th so you could um, have 100% capacity back on building sites. Then they've said, all right, scrap that. Uh, as of this Friday, double jab or get fucked, basically, and all those other ones – uh, and and what what they try to do to um, not what's the word that they try and say well there's seventy five percent of the people are, are, are sitting at home that have been double jabbed for a certain amount of time so tough shit you know that's their excuse for doing that moving it again and then obviously probably I imagine the union has gone into bat and uh, a lot of other people and they've just said look. Let's go back to what we originally said, the 13th for the people that um, have only had one jab. That's a cutoff date. Everyone else, Friday, 100%, as so long as you have one jab and are booked in for your second, which is obviously the smarter thing to do, right? Yeah. Get everyone back working. and But like Chalet said, as soon as you open it up again, shit's going to happen. And we've my side has been fucking kissed on the dick and abs- there's been no cases apparently we're the only tier one side in melbourne with no cases so touch wood we've been doing really good but i imagine now that it's 100 percent, you're gonna cop it hmm. well but, the, the, wall, so you got a the lot walls are vaccinated What's yeah that? you're gonna have a lot more people vaccinated so they're gonna yeah, be yeah. Less, it's gonna be less That's damaging right. yeah 100 so it's the risk that they're willing to sort of take now um, what about you, Cleaner? Anything happening? Any dogs nearly get swallowed by the elevator or anything this week? Uh, 
stopped cooking. I was listening to that podcast, cooking, and I actually had to stop what I was doing because I was like, oh. Chilla, you have I'll to send, see the video. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the video. It's um, it's pretty it's, – no, it, it, knowing that the dog <laughs> is so okay, it, it is yeah. watchable, but uh, it, it is – pretty scary I, I sent it to my brother and he instantly just threw his phone across the room he's like i'm not watching it no i don't want to know like, Mate, the dog was all right i wouldn't have sent it to you otherwise but yeah it was a bit of, it was scary but no nothing nothing like that's been happening it's all everything in the, at the moment is all covid related so we're getting ready to open the facilities in a few weeks time um everybody watches the media so everybody's an expert in covid yeah. and what the restrictions look like after we ease so it's all fun dealing with that. But again, the same as your building site, we've been pretty lucky in the two years of COVID. We had it once really early and then after that we've managed to keep it out. So touch wood, it can stay out because I'm, I re- I worry the damage that it can do in an apartment complex. It's just it is scary. Mm-hmm. But so far, so good. Oh, well, that's good. Well, now that we've all caught up and everyone's doing well and we survived and we're healthy and we're vaccinated and yada, yada, yada. On to That's this the end of the podcast. Topic. Thanks for coming. Yay. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <Bye>. No. <laughs> now, this week's topic is uh, food. Glorious food. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, um, cleaner by our figure, we've uh, well... Uh, <laughs> oh. Well... Yeah, we know we know our food back to front, up to down, left to right. We know what's going on, and, and we get creative um, too with unnecessary things too, like you know pizza shapes and cream cheese type stuff. Like it's just <laughs> I don't it's do that the, shit. What are you doing, man? <laughs> try it, try it. You're welcome in advance. <laughs> I think my stupid thing that I used to do was I have this weird obsession with balsamic vinegar, and I would put it on things that don't require balsamic vinegar, and even Invent crumpets. new well, crumpets and balsamic vinegar is fucking unreal, but it has to it has to be ridiculous. It has to be like you bite because you know when you bite into a crumpet and like the butter melts and it, imagine that being balsamic and then you're like almost choking on that balsamic. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I remember living together and you would just eat bowls and bowls of tomato and balsamic vinegar. That's that's it's all it was. That's that's my nonna and nonno and my Italian background coming out and um, you know when you're hungry and there's not enough for, you know you don't need to get too crazy you chop up an onion you chop up a couple of tomatoes you drown it in balsamic and off you go dip it in bread oil like who is nobody puts balsamic even in Italy on tomatoes I don't know what you're on about oh, well, oil you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> what what what's your weird one Charles? Um, oh, I don't know if it's weird, but uh, go to it's. I don't. I don't think it's weird anymore. I think a lot of people are doing it these days. But at the cinema, chop top in the popcorn. Oh yeah. And then you eat oh, the popcorn yeah. off the chop top. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. Yes. That. Oh, mm. it's brilliant. I've heard of yep. popcorn with the hole cut out, but that's <laughs> 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 the old cock top in the chop top. <laughs> Not a cock top, a chock top. Oh, cock top. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my sister, man. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, Forget both of you, my God. <laughs> um, well, 
just going on food because I know we had you on last time, Chile, and I actually wrote it down, but I forgot to mention it. Um, because we spoke about how good you were at everything, and it wasn't always that way. I don't, I don't remember us oh talking about. Oh my god! Remember her cooking? Fuck! It just came back to me. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Sure. See, Cleno, Cleno well, used to live. Cook, you, you are an excellent cook, but you were not always an excellent cook. It took years of practice and because you you once chucked a, a frozen lasagna directly out of the freezer inside the, inside the oven for like six hours and then wondered why it's not fucking cooking. And you pulled it out six hours later and it's fucked. It's still frozen. <laughs> oh, I think she's cut out. She's frozen. Oh, you're back. You're that offended by my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you're back. What did you, what did we get up to before you fucking cut out? You said I was I was a great cook. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're cutting back to this because we had some technical difficulties. But yeah, you once pulled a frozen lasagna out of the freezer and put it directly into a cold oven and then checked it every half an hour for <laughs> six, seven, eight hours, wondering why this is not fucking working. <laughs> it was a warm oven. I put a frozen lasagna into a warm oven and it never thawed. <laughs> I remember that. It was brilliant. That yeah. was one and only mistake ever in the kitchen. I'm sorry. I'm really good in the kitchen now. I've learned. You are. No, I, I will give that to you. You are an amazing cook. But let's talk about um, where you got a lot of those talents from, from us growing up. And I'm, yeah. no, dis- no disrespect to Mum Dukes, but we're going to start with uh, with Nonnamaka, who was oh. absolutely the OG oh. of, uh, yeah. What's your favourite thing? What do you miss most? They cook different Mum and Nonna. They're yeah, both different. Nonna's is the, the style that I love. It's like basic. So yeah. when you have a tomato sauce, like a sugo for your pasta, it just has sauce, onion, and olive oil. That's yeah. it. You know, there is literally nothing. There's no, or even in a bolognese, there's just mince that she's gotten the butcher to actually mince for her. Yeah. It's just the mince you buy from the store. And it's just that. It's just completely basic. There's nothing else in it. There's not a, a condiment or a herb or a vegetable. It is just, it's just pure. Like, I don't know how else to, it's simplicity is how you. Yeah, 100%. And what's, um, uh, what's her, what dishes do you miss? Oh, just basic stuff like chicoria. Like, I actually made Spanish oh, yeah. how she used to make chicoria. You just. Uh, wash it in the um, sink. It's, it's like a weed, I guess, chicory. Mm. Uh, wash it in the sink, boil it, squeeze out the excess um, water, oil and salt. Mm. Yum. Actually, it came up on my Facebook memories today. It was one of her lasagnas, which is obviously my favourite. And her pizza, uh, focaccia. Her pizza, her pasta fagioli. I'm not even a pasta fagioli fan. Yeah, um, oh. Actually, you know what's funny about her pizzas? And, Clan, yeah. I don't know if your family's big into pizza or going into, like, fancy Italian pizza places, right? Like, you <laughs> lost 39, which yeah, everyone was goo goo gaga over, right? My grandma, we take her to the place and she's, like, looking at the pizza like, meh, that's all yeah. right, you know? But you take her to La Forchetta where... Oh, they loved it. 
dirty pizza. That's where she wanted to go. Like, that's what she mm. loves. Like, okay, this is a good pizza. It's like, no, no. People would die if they heard <laughs> you, who are such a phenomenal cook, talk about pizza that La Porqueta is actually. Do you know what it is? I was actually talking uh, at work about this yesterday, this exact subject, talking about how, you know, you take Nonna to 400 Gradi and she would hate the pizza, but you take her to La Porqueta and she loved it. The only thing that makes any sense is not, they didn't do like Macca's and KFC and shit. So them doing that is their version of like junk food, you know, their version of takeout. And her version of like, oh, cool, I don't have to cook and I just want some shitty pizza, you know? Yeah, but how, how little would they have had that kind of stuff? They wouldn't. Really oh, little, very, very little. Yeah. Oh. Very rare. Once a year type shit. Yeah. Um, one thing that I miss, and it's it's a strange one because it's not even a, a particularly good cut of meat, but the girello, the way that she did it. I could just see your face. <laughs> but the girello and whatever the fuck she put with it. Like a mashed, it was like a mashed pumpkin a carrot. But with juices. Yeah. I don't know. It was red. It was a weird carrot, orange colored, celery and, type. And I don't know. tries to make it and it's just like, no, mate. <laughs> nah, no offense, Pop, but your efforts are fucking shit ass. It's not even close. <laughs> hey, <laughs> best male cook I know. Agree. My dad, yeah, yeah, 100%. Agree. But, um, yeah. And just the best male I know, but he actually beats some of, like, our auntie's cooking. Agreed. Oh, 100%. He's, um, he does next level, obviously, lasagnas. He does next level barbecues, uh, roasts. I even like chicken, but the way he does it makes me want to eat it. What does he put on those potatoes when he makes chips? Oh, fuck. He makes chips, like... The most know. amazing chips with herbs and like, what the fuck's yeah. going on here? There's an explosion no, you, in my mouth. You ask him and he brings out a little tube and it's like, that's not what you're doing. Like, you're lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember the first time I ate with your with you guys at your, your old man's and, you know, you want to stay for dinner? Yeah, cool. The food that came out, I was not expecting and mm. I hadn't eaten nonna's food for years prior to that it just she passed away and nobody's been able to get close since that Mm. food instantly just transported me back to my childhood that type of pasta that chicken the 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 um those chips that he makes those fucking potatoes i i i dream about them honestly dream about them yeah fucking amazing actually you know what else i miss uh nonna's tiramisu Oh, yeah, that's another thing that she made really good. I don't like it anywhere else. No, it's 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 similar, but nothing is the same. No, hers is really, different. The only word for it is... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else that... Besides um, us making the sauce every year or me getting woken up by non slaughtering chickens and then there being like a chicken soup that night. <laughs> Did they do their yeah. own salamis and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. The oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, Chile loved all that stuff. I wasn't into the Can you believe stuff. It? Like, I used to love it because I didn't have to share it with anyone. But. <laughs> that was your thing, all right? My, I had my thing. I had the lasagna, which, thank okay. God, Pup took it over and become the lasagna king, and now he's passing oh. it on to Prince Paolo. And, yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Yeah. What's that? You've always been the prince, with Nonna oh, especially. Naturally. 
they came from <laughs> they come from a different time so i can imagine i can imagine now nonna being in this offended world mean like shut the fuck up <laughs> we <We're> get on <laughs> with it like ask top or zero to tell you the story about i'm not going to repeat it on here but about the um, nonna and the african american nurse in the hospital when she was sick <laughs> oh, God, i can already see where this is going <laughs> she, she she's not Racist and that, like, she genuinely. I know, I know. It was, just the language yeah. that she uses, you can't use that terminology, nonna. But well, she moved here from a young age and then still only spoke Italian. Never bothered to learn English, and so never became that progressive. You know, no, but she was don't remember. Like, if you had come out as gay, she would have still held you. You know what I mean? Like, she was yeah. still progressive in a sense. Like, she wasn't. Stuck in the old ages, but in terms of like the women's <laughs> roles, my role for her was in the kitchen. Like, and your yeah, role was go and enjoy yourself watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Forgiving you for that. <laughs> well, it's a it's a different time. It's a different time. Yeah, um, nineteen ninety. What's that? Nineteen ninety-five. <laughs> it's a different time, man. The world is the world is different, even in the last five years. To be honest, the last ten years. So, um, all right, moving on from the oldies and on to Mum Dukes, who um, has a, a different style. <laughs> um, uh, has, uh, yeah, more adventurous and incorporated a lot of, like she would make a lasagna and throw different shit in it. bit more deceptive, Mum. I think we've run through this. She tried to trick me a few times, which I've never forgotten. And put like sardines in things and use it as a salt extract. I'm like, mum, if I see any more fish in anything, I'm fucking gonna burn this house to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole um, tricking me with fucking calamari, telling me it's schnitzel. I'm I'm stupid, man. I'm gonna believe you. <laughs> I still don't understand how. You went from liking calamari to hating it only because you found out the name was different. I th- it's how can you not understand that? It's like if I tell you not to think of elephants, what are you going to think of? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it, but you still liked the taste of it. I ate, I was young and I ate it, and then I obviously had those reactions in fish shops and um, I. Yeah, my projectile vomiting. And yeah, as soon as I figured out that that's what it was, that's all that would go through my mind. I just thought I'm eating the ocean and I couldn't even, stop thinking about it. If I go past a fish shop now, I yeah. think of you going, Files will be running past this. Remember when we were in France <laughs> with Daniel? <laughs> you can tell the yeah. fish shop like a kilometre down the road. He's like, there's fish around here. It's like, there's no fish, bro. <laughs> I could smell it, mate. I know, because I started to dry reach. Yeah, yeah that, that I've, I've been with him sometimes. It's like, it smells like fish around here, and there's, there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, a fucking truck will come out of the... on the retro dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any food you don't like? Come oh, uh, Brussels sprouts, I fucking detest them. If I see a Brussels sprout, bleh, oh, I hate them. Tastes good. I, I was tortured mm. as a kid with Brussels sprouts. I never liked them, but I was I was made to sit at the table and eat them until I finished them. And I would sit there an hour and a half, two hours. I'm not even kidding. I would eat them and I would gag, but somehow mum still thought that it was okay to force me to eat them. I ate every other vegetable. Yeah. No problems. 
but Brussels sprouts I just couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do and I, I do owe my sister a lot because she used to um steal them off my plate because she loved them but Brussels sprouts I used to gag and even just oh, bleh, hate it I think that's a common one I don't like the taste of them either I'd never eat one like they're just disgusting peas corn and Brussels sprouts no thanks peas and corn peas, peas corn Brussels corn. sprouts no thanks wow what a shame what about peas you Chell foods that I don't like yeah I don't I don't I don't particularly like chicken, but I eat it because, like, you're supposed to eat it. Mm. Um, and I don't eat seafood either, like you. Is there is yeah. there food that you guys hated as kids that you like now? Uh, yes. Yeah. Gorgonzola blue vein cheese. Yeah. Now I cannot get enough of it. I think mine might be things like mushrooms. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Mush- mushrooms. mushrooms and olives for me. Olives I used to mm. hate as a kid. Now I, I eat them like lollies. Love them. Yeah, yum. Mm. That and like you say, the the things that they used to jam down your throat. Eat your eat your greens, and you didn't. But now it's just like that. It's actually soup. Soup. More recently, I've been thrashing. I love any type of soup. Actually, you really like that Japanese stuff that you made mum make. I don't yeah. remember that when so we were Yeah. <coughs> That's another good thing about mum. You you say oh, I've tried this and uh, I'm into Indian food now, and, and she'll smash out some Indian. And, um, I like this Japanese style. Uh, I think it's Tokyo curry and rice soup, but it's a bit thicker than a soup. It's fucking unreal. And Still. actually, mum, yeah, mum did a really good job. Yeah, she that. even made paella, and I was like, oh my god, this. Hey, is, is this podcast sponsored? By any chance, are we going to get all this stuff that from your parents? So if we, <laughs> <laughs> mate, you just need to ring my mum, and she would just say, "Pick a day, come over, she'll cook." Like she, she, yeah, she would for she me would. too. Yeah, she, she loves would. it. So, all right, uh, I have a really deep question now for both of you. I'm going to ask you one at a time. I'm going to start with you, Chile. Oh. Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? the fuck out of here, man. Why is that even a question on this fucking podcast? <laughs> fuck off. Man. Oh, fuck I, I this is a fucking test that Clint's fucking passed, but now I need to hear what Chile has to say. I made um, pita pizzas the other day, and yes, I put pineapple on it. Get off. You're not welcome back. Thank you. This is a wrap. <laughs> fuck that. I think you were... <laughs> Who was the f- no no no? Who was the fuckhead? Who was the fuckhead that got pineapple and first thought this is gonna go really good on pizza and then put it on there? What fucking idiot! It's the same as the fucking idiots to put watermelon in a freaking salad. The fuck out of here with that shit, man! Come on, one fruit, one fruit belongs on pizza and belongs in fucking any other food, and that's tomato. Everything else, no, 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 no. I think Clint just qualified for the offended movement. (laughs) Fuck that. He's fucking offended as fuck. Pineapple on pizza. Did Did Alan put you up to this? Alan put you up to this question, didn't he? Fucking knew that it would trigger me. I'm not pissed off about a pineapple on a pizza, but when someone says, don't call me guys, you wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I won't bat an eyelid. Not offended. (laughs) I'm with Clint here. Like. Pineapple is offensive. <laughs> Unbelievable. What about Nutella on a pizza? I bet that's okay. 
Hundred percent. That's fine. That's a dessert. <laughs> it's chocolate, Fuck man. Yeah. It's not, yeah, no problem. Put Nutella on anything, mate. <laughs> that chocolate shouldn't be on bread. No, I will have Nutella and balsamic vinegar on a fucking pizza before pineapple. Oh well, I better see that for next week's bloody podcast, mate. Don't you put no. Nutella on toast? That's bread. I love Nutella on toast, but I'm saying I also like pineapple on a pizza. How are you even justifying comparing Nutella on pizza to pineapple on pizza, man? What's yeah. Come on. That shouldn't be on a pizza. I even wouldn't put, you know, like when you put a Nutella on a pizza and then they put a strawberry on it. Yeah. Stick that fucking strawberry up your yeah. ass, mate. That does yeah. not belong. Yeah. Bye, mate. I, <laughs> I do agree with that. It's a waste of a strawberry. A sprinkle of icing sugar, not a problem. I'm happy with that. Mm. But it, no fruit. No no other fruit. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm with what about on... Um, um, is it a pancake? Daniel likes lemon. Yeah, lemon, lemon and sugar on pancake, yeah. I've never had that before. Delicious, mm. yeah. Right. <laughs> I fucking know either, mate. I don't know. He's a special guy, that Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Daniel. A little bit of lemon juice and sugar. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to bring up some of our favourite Italian joints in uh in Melbourne, I know uh, 400 Gradi has won uh, a bunch of awards. Yeah. Chile, do you want to let everyone know if they don't already why it's called 400 Gradi? Because 400 degrees is the ideal temperature of a wood fire pizza oven um, for right. when you're cooking pizza. And there you go. Yeah. Well, I haven't been there for a long time, but I do remember them having won the Margarita Award like yeah. in the yeah. whole world, which is yeah. amazing. And I've yeah. had, I've had pizza in Napoli and in Italy, and yeah, look, it's Miami. It's pretty the good. one we had in Miami. Look, that was oh. different. That was good. That one in Miami, but that was different. We were pretty fucking drunk, <laughs> dude. We weren't drunk. We were in Miami for five days. We had thirty-five pizzas in that time. <laughs> That's true. Look, it was we went good. Back to the so much. What was good about theirs was the sauce. They obviously it was packed with sauce, and I am a believer in if you have. Any pizza that's too dry with toppings, you, you know, you're going to have issues. So that's something, a little trick for you people out there. Ask for extra sauce on top of your pizza just to moisten it up a bit. And it gives you, if you like the taste of tomato, and that was the, the ripping part of that Miami one. It almost we had were, a sourness to it that was fucking amazing. That's what I'm remembering. We were <clears> at the club in Miami. <laughs> we're at the club in Miami. We were so hooked on this pizza, we left the club just to go get pizza. And we stood there for <laughs> hours just eating pizza after pizza. It was fucking insane. And it was a buy the slice joint. Like they didn't sell it by the box. So we yeah, had to yeah, buy right. like four slices because that's how big they were. So one pizza was $34 or something because it's fucking <laughs> – And we were paying it. We were standing there just paying yeah, it. Yeah, fucking nice. That was good. Um I forget the name of the joint there, but what was the that place in the city where I think it's more a pasta joint and you go there and there's just all these nonnas that you can see behind the their cooking in the kitchen. That's all it is, like full on. Do you remember that? Um, I can't remember what it's called. Pup will remember. I'll have to ask him and we'll put it on another app. I don't know what you're talking about. Hang on. It's the place uh, where the, the, uh, the owner got stabbed. Yeah, on, yeah. on the Pellegrini's. Oh, Pellegrini's. Pellegrini's. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Institution that is the that is one of my favorite places yeah, to eat. Fucking earth. Yeah, and that, that, that was that, 
that's the one where the owner got stabbed with the Burke yeah. Street. Yeah. Uh, Burke Street. Oh, was yeah, it? He, oh, yeah, he was one yeah. of two people, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good... Moving on but from Pellegrini's is a Pellegrini's is a must. If yeah. You, yeah. If you haven't been, you've, you've got to go. It's not a traditional, you know, sit down for an hour and a half type thing. You get in, yeah. you order your pasta, you eat it in half an hour, you're out. And yeah. it just, that's how it turns out. It's, it's amazing. Can't make a booking. There's no drinks. Like they have a lemon granita or a coffee. Yeah, yeah. There's no, like, frills. And it's nothing special there. You're not getting fucking um, any extra fun. service. Yeah, you sit down, they, you fucking eat what they serve you, and then you go. Pretty much. Yeah. Actually, um, there. <laughs> when it's open, we're back. Uh, number three on my list is uh, Las Volta, which is actually for pizza, number one for me. I don't know why. They just do something for their pizza that I I, I dig. Las Volta is uh, a good one. Plus 39, I haven't been to for a long time. but um, It's really nice. Yeah. Plus 39 is very good. And then more recently... Obviously, um, being in our area in Oakley and now opening up just around the corner from me here in Mentone uh, and run by everyone's favourite, or I call him the Italian Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Tonina. <laughs> Tonina. Just Italy, which um, cool. unbelievable. Really, really good. And what do they do that we love, Chell? The appetisers. Oh, my God. So in their Oakley place, if you go to their Oakley place on a Friday night, um, they have aperitivo, so you can go there and all you have to do is like order a drink and you can help yourself to all the appetizers that are set up on the bench. It's which just are, oh, explain which are, some of these amazing appetizers. You can get a chini, you can get these things called um, olives um, ascolana, which is uh, stuffed, olives stuffed with mints and they yeah. deep fry them. Yeah, they're fucking sick. Incredible. Um, there's prosciutto. There's beautiful parmesan cheese. They have the focaccia style pizza. Mm. Um, uh, deep fried zucchini fritters or deep fried zucchini. Oh, so they- I forgot to mention that about Nonna. Yeah, yeah that oh. was like, even her donuts. Donuts that she made, like just fried. Oh, yeah. donuts. fried dough with sugar <laughs> on them. What's <laughs> a donut? Oh, my God. <laughs> and the crostoli and that type of shit. But anyway, so that's what they do at Just Italy. You don't have to pay for yeah. it on a Friday. Yeah, it's brilliant. Aperitivo Fridays at Just Italy in Oakley. Go there, get a glass of wine, and just dabble in all these appetizers. It's fucking unreal. Yeah, and then have a plate of pasta. Clean our invite. Obviously, we're uh, very um, European backgrounds here between all three of us. What's <laughs> What are your favorite non-Italian dishes? Oh, good one. A lamb soup. Yeah. Lamb soup, yeah. Are we going cuisine or are we going an actual dish? I'm going to say whatever. Yeah, I'm going to say Greek. Greek or Mexican. Oh, Mexican. Actually, that was coming up, um, things around the world that you've tried or uh, and things that you want to try. Obviously, even little things like I'd love to have a, uh, a Philly cheesesteak in Philly and see what, what they're talking about, you know, and, and how they do that. Um, I Did haven't had Mexican food. Huh? Cheesecake in New York. I can't remember. Oh, I had uh, one. I don't, I don't I think so. We, I had a we hot had, dog out of the street, and that was shit. We had a sloppy. Remember the sloppy Joe we had? Yeah, that was garbage. Oh yeah, that my god! Good. It was on the you, you rock up, and they've got like this biggest sticker saying "World's Number One mm. Hamburger." And you know, you're you're in LA, you're on the main strip. You're thinking, "Fuck, this burger's going to be mm. amazing." 
And then it, it came out and it was just like this runny mince in a gravy. Yeah, it, was disgusting. It, was, it, it was It looked like diarrhea slapped on a cheeseburger <laughs> bun and it was just, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Really We've actually got amazing burger joints here that put them to shame. 100%, yes. I still find that we are so spoilt in this country oh, that yeah. anywhere you go in the world, their cuisine lets you down. Yeah. <laughs> because we are actually so spoilt. Like mm. even the Greek food here, I think it was better here than when I – I know I was in Mykonos and it was like touristy, but even mm. you'd think that if that's your home country, even the shit food should be good. <laughs> but yeah. I found that the tomatoes here were better. I found that the like just – Everything was better. Joe, yeah. you've been to Italy 4,000 times. You basically yeah. live there. Is the is our Italian food better than theirs? Not better, but you find, like, that it, it definitely rivals it. Like, you're not going to come here. If you're Italian, you can come here and eat well. Like, you're not going to yeah. go somewhere and go, oh, shit, I missed the food in Italy. You'll be fine. The only place it differs is the home cooking. The home cooking in Italy is next level. Like, Zia Maria Collepals eating at her house. Yeah. Fucking unreal. Some of the best memories that I have. Um, and a lot of it too, I remember it being very similar to Nonna's. So it's yeah, like, they all cook the same. They cook the same, yeah. They cook the same. Yeah. Having said that, I've had the best pizza I've ever had has been in Italy, but also some of the worst food I've ever had is yeah. in Italy. Well, that, Do you want to explain that night, Chalette? Yeah, we went to a restaurant and we were famished and we were in the middle of um, – I think it was Piazza di Spagna, which is like a really touristy spot. We were walking past like a, uh, an A-frame and it said, you know, best view of, of Rome. So we were like, ah, sold. We'll go upstairs and we'll eat on the rooftop. And there was maybe like four, five, six of us, I can't remember. Mm. But we'd, sit, we'd sat there, it felt like hours after we'd ordered. And eventually one meal came in and whoever it was ordered cannelloni and they got a hot dog, like American-style hot dog, wrapped in pasta. <laughs> that was what? me. I remember because I was hungry. Yeah. yeah. It was literally a hot dog wrapped in a lasagna sheet. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was possibly the worst thing I've ever – no, it was. It was the worst meal that, yeah, I've ever seen in the world. The only justification I can have for Italy here is that it's the equivalent to going to fucking Ackland Street – and going to some shitty joint, and uh, you know that's that's all decked out nice and looks like a nice bar, but it's just crud. And there's probably, yeah, no offense to the immigrants there, but there's the, there was not an Italian working in the fucking kitchen there. <laughs> and when we left, and because there was a multitude of problems, that wasn't the only problem. That was one yeah. of the problems. Then the, the, the other didn't come, and then the drinks didn't come, and then we had to pay for them. And when we looked at the reviews, there was not one review that was good. <laughs> not one. I do remember that. So was, the, then, was the view any good? The view was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the view oh, there was you good. go. They didn't. We lie. paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've you've tried Mexican food in Mexico, Chell. Is that as good as what we get? Did you guys go to Mexico when you were there? No, no. The guacamole. I'll never ever taste anything like it. And mm. even in the airport when we were leaving, you ask for guac, they they wheel over this cart and they start chopping it up in front of you. So they'll chop the onion, they'll chop what it, the I can't even remember what they put in there. Um, mm. peppers, whatever. They smash the avocado there in front of you and they whip it up and then they put it on your table. 
And I was mm. like, how is this real? That was just wow. the airport. And then forget about being That was just the airport. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. you say they had like a, a place that was like w- what it is in the mask? Like the, the Coco Bongo type club? Oh, get fucked. That'd be amazing. It's exactly <laughs> like that. It was the best night I've ever had. I got so drunk, I don't remember leaving. I don't remember how it finished. Um, but it was like 150 bucks, and it's literally at the start. I remember, I'm pretty sure I could be making this up, but I'm pretty sure we tipped him like 100 bucks, the waiter. So he just kept bringing the drinks, like vodka, whatever's. Meanwhile, there's a show, like a, a full cabaret show. So there was a set of Michael Jackson songs. And then there was a set of Madonna songs. And then there was a set of this other huge star. And then there was balloons flying everywhere and confetti and noise and smoke. It was phenomenal. Go to the Coco Bongo. So uh, it's actually called the Coco Bongo. Oh, there you go. The Coco Bongo. I've got a photo with the the front. Our next next trip. So we're going to go do the States. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to do WrestleMania. And we're going to Coco Bongo. <laughs> and we'll Vegas all again. Vegas again, and we can go see Elvis's house just for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> actually, while we're talking of um, international cuisine, I've actually had a, I got a message here from a very special guest who you might recognise by the sound of his voice. Um, so I'll just play this for you. Special guest on uh, the regular everyday normal guys. Hi there, this is Arnold here speaking. Uh, uh, my friend, uh, my friend, uh, he put me on to these guys, these two guys, and uh, he said to me, Arnold, you got to listen to these two guys. Uh, they they make it the comedy, the comedy show, so and they're asking for tips for the best place to eat food, you know, in in Australia. And uh, I say, hey, let me listen to these two guys, uh, and, and I heard them for the first time, and I I love. I laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I called my daughter. I said, Jenny, Jenny, come here. Listen to these two guys. They're fantastic. Uh, uh, so, well, thank you for having me here, guys. And uh, my tip for the best food is uh, Mrs. Palmer and her Vida Mutual. It's fantastic. I can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, in my line of business, it's very hard to find a nice place to eat. You know, uh, for my for my carbs, you know, the carbs are very important. And uh, you know, Mrs. Palmer is very, very good, fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I don't it's think actually... that was look not bad, but I don't think it was the real Arnold. Hey, Just... man. There he is. Gaza. Gaza. He does make a good point there, though. Um, Some good places that we've got in the city. And this isn't always necessarily like the 10 out of 10 food, but if you're going out and you just want to have a decent Palmer, there's on Little Burke Street called Mrs. Palmer's, uh, pun intended. (laughs) And uh, um, around the corner from there is the Grand Trailer Park Tavern, which we've been to. I don't think anything's really open at the moment, but yeah, it's still there. I'd, I'd ride past it on my way home from work sometimes. Yeah. So they're obviously do really good burgers and cocktails and like alcoholic milkshakes and other things like that, um, which are really good and obviously pretty cool because it's looks like a trailer park. There's caravans inside and 
um, <clears throat> another good place that I went to with Nops actually, it's called Mary's and it was like, Clint, you would like it the way they do things like a slow cooked brisket and ribs. Oh, yeah. And when you walk in, there's like this big mosaic tiles and it just says, fuck Mary's, <laughs> which <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the reference. I don't know what it is, but uh, I think that's on Franklin Street. If um, That's something to definitely check out. Chalet, go with uh, Danny Cleaner, take the missus. It's actually a really cool joint. Okay, um, I'll go with you. Okay, we'll go. It's a date. Um, I miss the night markets, actually, at the Queen Vic Market. I, I remember them having pretty good stuff. Actually, we've been there a few times. Um, what else? What do you guys got? Obviously, Oakley. Actually, Gus growing up in Oakley. Oh, soups. Oh, my God. Suvakis, yeah. Next level Suvos. There was that restaurant there that's finished that you loved. What was that one called? Was it the Greek one there? But we went to for some of your birthdays. The restaurant on uh, upstairs in Oakley. Oh, Mezedakia. Mezedakia. I think yeah. it's finished now, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't tried to look it up, but mm. the Greek the Greek food in Oakley is next level. Next level, and obviously the cakes. I'm actually looking forward to going back to the footy and going to the MCG and getting a pie and chips. That- oh, you you love those MCG chips. Those MCG chips, mate. Woo! <laughs> are, they, are they as good as Papa Magnifico's? Different style. No, different, yeah. different. We're talking we're talking like potato chip. Um, different style. Like it's just, you know, like KFC Red Rooster type chips. Like they're good, but Seasoning. MCG just Yeah, it's the right chip salt. And their pies are perfect eating temperature. Like, they're not mm. too hot. They're not too cold. You can scoff them. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to that. And burger places. I'm, I'm hanging for, like, a just a big, fat, dirty burger from Maryland or B2B or oh, yeah. somewhere on the beach. Just, True. yes. I like that. Another one that I like recently, probably in the last five years, Turkish food, things like Iskender. Yeah. Uh, so good. There's Even- one that I remember. Yeah. Turkish breakfast. I don't know if you ever have it. It's, uh, is it called sojuk? Sojuk? It's like a salami. And oh, wow. yeah, one of my teacher friends or friends, not a teacher friend, who's a friend, um, yeah, mm. she cooked a Turkish breakfast and it was phenomenal. It was like, t- it was Turkish food, but you have it at breakfast. But wow. with eggs. Kind of like a bacon and eggs. Yeah. I had, uh, I had I had my eyes opened up uh, recently. I had baklava for the first time. Mm. Holy God, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But Baklava opened my eyes to, oh, what a fucking cuisine that is. I love it. Love it. Polarizing dessert, Turkish delight. Hate it. Yuck. (laughs) It is the last thing I'll eat in a Cadbury favorites, but I will eventually get there when I've run out of options. I'm talking about the like actual Turkish delight. No, like the- I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, no. Nah. 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 Um, be- before we finish, uh, a couple of short answers. Favorite chocolate? Snack. You too. Snack. Me. Uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I know you're going to say white chocolate. Yeah, 100%. You're going to go, you have to be almonds, man, for you. Oh, yeah, okay, chocolate almonds. I'll do that. I do yeah, like a chocolate almond. almond. Yeah. Uh, potato chip? All of them. Light- 
<laughs> Are you talking about, okay, you're going to die, you can only have one left and you're going to pick one. All right. Uh, salt and vinegar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I've got to go burger rings. I say oh, that yeah. very... Actually, having, having said, you're saying burger rings, I know tubes have recently been brought back and every time I go to the supermarket, they're all gone. Every time. Every day, gone. It just There's a little ticket there just flapping on its own and there's nothing there. <laughs> Where tubes once was. Fucking tubes hell. Was, I just yeah. want to get some tubes, man. <laughs> Give me some tubes. Uh, uh, ice cream. Ice cream. Favourite ice creams. Flavor? Pistachio. Uh, you gotcha. Pistachio. Um, All of them. <laughs> I was going to say, like, one thing that I used to love doing, I'm not massive on ice cream, to be honest. Um, I'm very simple. <laughs> I'll go chocolate, but I liked it doing a Neapolitan and getting a scoop of each and just mixing it all up and milkshaking that. Yeah. yeah. Neapolitan, for example. <laughs> yes. Neapolitan. <laughs> Choc mint, mint for me. Chocolate. Oh, well, yeah, that is a good one, actually. Love chocolate. Uh, and uh, just to finish it off, favourite biscuit? Biscuit. Shell? Biscuit. Biscuit. Um, they're Italian ones. I don't know the name. Oh, yeah. No, biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> not, not those sponge finger ones. Is that the one, those ones? Nah, they're uh, me and the Mix Maxes and the Montinas. And, no. uh, yeah. Look, um, if we just, just had to pick one from, say, Australia, I would... Probably go a mint slice. Is yeah, that what they call? Oh yeah, or Dang a breakaway good. biscuit. I'm not uh, on yeah, biscuits. I'm, I'm on the fence with um, uh, Tim Tams or shortbreads. Shortbreads, mm. random. Oh, yeah, love That's shortbread a with a cup of coffee. Oh. Oh. What, what the fuck? Mum's making them, Clint. If you ask her for them. <laughs> Actually, before we wrap it up, I'm gonna do. Uh, a similar thing, but you, your last meal. You're about to get fucking executed. Your last meal. What would you choose? Um, is it wait? Do we, is it is it like a three course meal? Not one one solitary one, dish. One one dish. That's it. Yeah. Actually, no. Nah, fuck it. We'll, we'll we'll give you the the run, just so we see what we come up with. Joe. Um, I'm going to start with an antipasto of cacciatore, <laughs> parmesan cheese with a beautiful ciabatta bread. Yep. Then I'm going to have a plate of spaghetti with the Napoli sauce. Yep. And then I'm going to forego dessert because I give no fucks about that. <laughs> and I'd finish. <laughs> I'd just have another side meal of like a potato salad and chicoria with olive oil and a big ass bottle of wine, red wine. I'm so fucking hungry, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, Clinner. Talk foodie to me. Wow, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, mine would probably be uh, arancini to start it off. A uh, nice big uh, selection of different types of arancini, though, like five or six random balls, you know, just surprise me with what's inside of them. With uh, I think I'd have to go uh, a pasta as well, but like a mechuchana. Mm. And then um, I'd finish it off with a tiramisu, I think. But it's also oh, nice. a, like a, a bottle of port and a, uh, some coffee at the end of it. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll go happy. What's yours, man? Nice. Uh, let me guess yours. Balsamic <laughs> yeah, yeah. vinegar and tomatoes. <laughs> then he'd have lasagna. 
And then he'd have schnitzels and potato and pups potatoes. Yeah, pretty close. I was going to start with lasagna because I don't do appetizers. <laughs> Appetize me with some fuck a tray of lasagna. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, I would just pick all of my favorite main courses. Really, you know, <laughs> schnitzels with balsamic. <laughs> um, yeah, chips with another uh, good tip for you guys: put your vinegar in a spray bottle and mist them onto your chips. Don't that spray them. Crazy. Mist them onto your chips. It's like just I forgot you did that. Yeah, yeah. just delicate little kisses all over your chips. I, I remember the first time you did it, sitting there, and there was a spray bottle on the fucking coffee table. I'm like, Man, what do you? What's the spray bottle for? Like, it's really random. Like, it's not hot. Don't have any indoor plants. <laughs> fucking dead ass look and 100 percent serious. Like, I'm the dumb fuck. He's like, it's vinegar, man. Whoa, yeah. calm down and then genius it's absolutely fucking genius there you go I, I can't take credit for it because I, I saw it on some TV show with some Italian chef um, who was being a bit too crazy and like balsamic vinegaring each leaf of his salad I'm like settle down pal like, we've got shit to do here <laughs> but yeah I, I would do that I would have lasagna some type of mashed potato uh, schnitties, lots of chocolate. Um, probably something like a double quarter pounder, <laughs> just to throw it in there. <laughs> I have, but, but can I? Just, can I just with the, with the Chana, with my main meal, like it's got to have meatballs as well. Like it's got to. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. Got to have meatballs. But how good is cotoleta? Uh, like the next day on a on a piece of bread oh, yeah. with a little bit of cheese. Fucking amazing. I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking hungry too. All right, can we say goodbye to Leo before we go? Can you find him? Get him, hang on. Grab Leo before we say goodbye. <laughs> oh, the bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Leo! Look at his face. He just could he not just give up. Does not give up. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> just does not give up. Oh, I miss him. You Did can't he... bring him on uh, Friday, can you? I could, but he just like. Oh, yeah. Like Mum's dog will fucking go mental. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's good to see him. All right, guys. Well, that's our episode wrapped up for another week. Uh, I'm really hungry. Are you guys hungry? <laughs> Fucking starving. And I just ate before we recorded this. I'm I just go. ate too. And I've got a lasagna backup that I'm going to go smash. <laughs> but thank you, Chile, for joining us again. You're definitely a crowd favorite. It, it's good to actually Thanks. sit down and have a good chat with you because we haven't been able to see you for a long time. So glad no, you're doing well. Not legally, no. <laughs> but thanks again. <laughs> and we'll, um, we'll definitely have you back again uh, very, very soon. And Cleaner, same Hello. time. Thanks, Chell, Cleaner. We'll see you next week, pal. Same time, same channel. Bye, gang. Ciao, guys. Take it easy. Bye, guys. Hey, I'm offended. We out. We out. We out. Hey, man.